From the backwoods and the swamp waters of the Sunshine State and all across America and the world, this is the Big and Wild Outdoors with your host, Braden Gunn, Jonathan Swindle, and Bill George. Yep. Welcome in, everybody. It is the big and wild outdoors. And we are outdoors today. We are broadcasting live from the Pana Vista Lodge for the 7th Annual Panfish Challenge going on today. As we speak, throngs of human beings are standing in line, getting their registrations done, and get last-minute preparations. Boats are going in the water. And as we sit here today... We're gathered with a plethora of human beings. We've got Bill George sitting over here looking like he owns the place. Hey, hey. Sporting a goatee. Practicing safe. Carlos, Carlos decided to drive all the way over here from somewhere out in the wilds of Lakeland. And Vince Noble decided to drive all the way up here from the wilds of Indian Rocks Beach from a hard day of fishing yesterday. It's a rough life. And Glenn... The MC Master Ceremonies of this whole entire event, besides Kelly, is uh, yeah, also joining us this morning. Kelly and Jim ahead of that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when we pulled in here yesterday, she was still running around, man, like a crazy woman. Here at 4.30 this morning getting everything laid out. I'm telling you, that girl is working hard, man. And uh, we are set up, ready to go. I mean, all we're really waiting for now is uh, the starting gun. To uh, take off at around eight o'clock this morning, they start going out in in waves. I got to shoot the gun. D- do you? Yeah. Yeah. This Did year, they tell you? you uh, what'd you bring? What'd you What'd you bring to shoot so that everybody hears it? I got a couple jammies. Don't worry about it. A couple of what? Jammies. Nineteen eighty what? New York. Don't worry about it. <laughs> Damn it. That's right. That's what I thought they were. I, I don't know. Listen, how you, what, what Magnum got PI. All right. Or with your shirt, your colorful shirt today. <laughs> When he's talking jammies, I don't know if he's talking. How do, how do you get that little Smith & Wesson 38 to jam? I mean. <laughs> Believe, it, depend, it depends where you stick it. And then sometimes it gets a yeah. little jacked up. So. Yeah, you know, so I'm thinking about that. You're right, Glenn. I wouldn't want a gun that I've referred to as the jammy. Yeah. Hey, don't worry about it. Don't worry about it, all right? <laughs> it's the Beastie Boys. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Me, yep. me and uh, Glenn, you know, just uh, having a – a brisk male discussion on the radio show, and uh, it's turned into this chaos out here for the day. What do we got, sixth annual? Seventh. Right? Oh, that's well, right. This is the oh. Well, it's the sixth annual official, but it was seven. Me and him did it the first time seven years ago. That's I, awesome. Yeah, you guys came fishing by yourselves that day. It's oh. funny. <laughs> yeah, but who won? <laughs> I, was, I was talking to a family. Who My drove, money's on Glenn. Yep. Nope. I didn't even fish. Brayton weathered the storm. He uh, went on out. Him, him, Jim McCullough, they I went won. on out. Yeah, and uh, his wife. But uh, I met some folks out here that drove all the way up from Apollo Beach to uh, fish in the tournament today. And he heard me talking. He's like, hey, you're the guy from the radio show. And I said, yeah. And he's like, how long have you guys been doing this? Because I, I think they came up late last year and didn't get to fish in it. And they wanted to make sure. And I think they were one of the families who came up and asked, can we go ahead and register now for next year, which we wouldn't allow them to do? You know, it has to, we have to give everybody a fair shot at it. So um, they came all the way up, and we started talking, and I gave them the whole spiel on how it started. 
I said seven years ago, Glenn and I went out to go do fishing. He went out on the airboat for a while, excuse me, till the rain came, and then he boogity boogity back, and I just I weathered it out. I had brought my rain gear, so I was all good for the day. But I said, you know, thinking about it, that's the last time I actually got to fish in this tournament. That was it. <laughs> it was the first year. The first yeah. and one and done. Because everyone after that, we've all been here either broadcasting and been a part of it, and I've never really had a chance to go back out on the lake and actually fish during the tournament. I mean, we fish on the dock and everything, but to be able to get on a boat and go out and do it, no, with, I'm with, done. With your slices of cheese. Uh, I cheese. remember that. Spam, when was this first Spam, come spam, on now. You should know better than that. No, he was using cheese one time. Well, that's when we didn't have the uh, – we ran out of Spam, and we uh, jumped up on the cheese and salami brand. But uh, <laughs> you guys were still catching fish, Still though. catching fish. Yeah. It was awesome. That's the scary part, though. <laughs> They'll eat anything. But I tell you, I was watching them fish out here yesterday, and they were using crickets. And they weren't catching little ones on crickets. They yeah, were catching I think some big old a, boys. Has a uh, tackle box full of all kind of stuff for this day's event. If you want to see some uh, some vintage brim catchers, today's the day. Because <laughs> exactly, why was asking me yesterday. He said, "Paul, what is this right here?" I said, "Man, I'm turning out there. It's called a pile of panfish and beetle spins." And then, of course, the next thing was, "I want one." Yeah, of course. <laughs> it's working for them. Why don't we get one of those? Another, another fisherman coat. I saw a dude out here yesterday, one of your loves, man. He was out here with an old uh, Shakespeare fly rod. And right here off the dock, he was flipping a little white uh, popper and hauling in some hogs, man. He was hauling in some big yeah, old panfish the, out the, here. The best part is is that the, the dock area is off limits. I know. Thank, thank goodness, goodness. Because nobody would leave. <laughs> they are right here. Oh, no. There'd be 300 people lined up here uh, trying to capsize the floating docks. <laughs> yeah, they get fed here on a one-and-done feeder. I think that was one of the first ones that was ever uh, donated for the uh, tournament as a raffle item. That's and of course, true. Uh, Jim didn't actually uh, – win it it was uh won by uh, a neighbor down the street and then he donated it to jim and told him he had to put some fish feed in it so that's a good idea and ever but, since then he's been growing some monsters underneath that dock but i will say if you're uh, never been up here to lake panasofki and you want to take the family and come up and enjoy a good day of fishing and never even launched a boat this is the place to come you can yep. see all kind of fish the water clarity is a little bit off this 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 event due to all the rain that we've had up here uh the previous three four weeks is now drained in and it's kind of clouded it up so but you can still see the bottom you can still see the fish and uh, yesterday was a good report some found some beds and uh, so you know where they'll be oh yeah if somebody don't beat them to them first well you know I, with this much rain i was talking to uh don from big dog baits before he came up here and dropped off a bunch of baits for the kids and he was saying with all the water they've gotten up here that it's creating a lot more flow areas within the lake so even if you're not going out for panfish, if you're out bass fishing, it's great for them because they're finding moving water, and they are catching hogs up here, man. Well, I mean, uh, big old bass. The bass have been uh, been very hot. It's been hot action up here uh, for the last two months, and I tell you, if I give you the the bait they use, my father-in-law will kick me all over this place. <laughs> I've heard I've heard three different uh, things that were working at three different times. Well, the best part is is if you have uh, abilities, you know, he's limited on how you can order online. And uh, the tackle's not been as easy to get nope. with everything going on the way it is. So uh, I know what they're biting on when I get the order. So <laughs> every one they get, I get two. Uh, there so you go. That way I have it. So he's I got have, the inside track right yeah. there. Because well, these guys that live up here, they know where the fish are and they know sure. what they're biting on. So all I can tell people is if you want a bass fish, go east and north. <laughs> 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 
from here. <laughs> from here? <laughs> east and north? I, kinda, I think yeah. I know where that is over yeah, there. But that's been a very good hot spot, apparently, even with the speckled perch. I was going to say, uh, that was the spot where I was catching uh, catching a lot of crappie up there one year. Yeah. But one of the things, too, I don't know if y'all touched on, but Jonathan not being able to be here, we miss him not being here. That's this, true, man. This is the third one that he would have been a part of. Of course, uh, health conditions have uh, – impeded his abilities right now so we wish him the best be praying for him and uh for a speedy recovery yeah he uh that's why i came in to fill in he actually uh posted a a little uh synopsis of what he's going 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 through right about now and so we i asked him if it was okay if we shared it on our our facebook page and he said yeah sure let everybody know so uh i shared it on there so that we don't have to announce it every hour hopefully uh you know if you if you're wondering what's going on with jonathan and all that stuff just Go to our Big and Wild Facebook page, and it's all right there in black and white. And uh, hopefully, we'll know more next week. And then, then uh, you know, in about six weeks, we'll know for sure what's going to be. But I, I will, I will throw this out there. Uh, one of the things that this yesterday that uh, I was contacted by, you know, for Jonathan, his com- competition, his competitor out there on the market, uh, Mark Ross actually called, wanting to get a hold of Jonathan to wish him a, a speedy recovery as well. So I mean, you know, the networking out there with uh, with the, you know, people trying to make a living still take time out to uh, recognize uh, the need and uh, the issues for others and uh, want to wish them well. And, you know, that was nice of Mark to call. From Mark's always awesome. been a good guy. No, I, I, he's always been a good guy. I've known guy. him for years when I was a rep, so he's, he's a good guy. He's a, he's a businessman, but he's, a, he's also a father and a – Absolutely. He's a good guy. I, I've always liked him. Well, I mean, we got you know double G's out here running the board out here for us, and I can tell you, it's it's almost just like the radio family when, you know, we're all competitors when it comes to radio shows and all that other stuff. But when disaster happens, we were all working together and all out there, you know, for a common cause, either raising money or drawing blood or whatever it is, and. You know, it is what it is. It's it's what makes this country great. Yep. And but Jonathan, I know you're listening, man. I missed that breakfast that you always. Bring. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> See, I missed the looks. I, I, his face. When I we missed talked. the breakfast. That's what I missed already. So he's trying, he's trying to beat your he's trying to beat your butt, and he's trying to feed ours. So it's all good. All right, there's the music. All right, we're gonna take a real quick break. We are broadcasting live up here at Panda Vista Lodge. It's the Panfish Challenge going on today. You don't necessarily have to fish in it to be a winner. We've got great giveaways and silent auction, all that kind of good stuff. You can still come on up. We'll give you more directions on how to get here and all that kind of stuff coming up a little bit later on in the show. We're brought to you by G5 Feeding Outdoors and our good friends over at Brandon Ford. Stay right here. We'll be right back. Here we go. Big and wow. Big and wild outdoors. <laughs> are we on? Yeah. yeah. Hi. Think? Hi. Yeah, We're hot. We're hot. Good morning. Boats are in the water. People are getting ready. We are broadcasting live up here at Panda Vista Lodge up at uh, Lake Panasofki. If you've never been here before, you uh, need to go check it out. Go uh, look at it online. Panda Vista Lodge. PandaVistaLodge.com. they got a Facebook page. They've got a website. All that kind of good stuff cabin rentals of course they've got rv places you can park an rv i don't know if you got a maybe they got a spot for a prevost i don't i don't know but um of course they have primitive camping as well if you want to rough it around the 
back side of the property down there in the jungle. Have at it. I mean, there, there's plenty of room out here. I'll tell you what, this is my first time here, man. This place is awesome. Is it, is. Really? This is your first time first here? First time out here, yeah. This place is awesome. You know, he, you know he doesn't come do remotes out this way. I thought he were here one year. I, I was going to come and something came up. I couldn't make it. Oh, that's right. You woke up. Yeah, yeah so, pretty much. Yeah, woke up late. <laughs> yeah. So uh, we're up here, and we're only about an hour north of Tampa. It's all interstate. It's literally 75 north. You get off on exit, what is it, 321, and uh, you jog to the right. When you get to the little three-way or, you know, tease, you take a left, go to the light, take a left, go two miles down the road, and there it is on the right-hand Follow side. Follow it to the end. It's, it's right there. Trust me, it's like the last thing that you'll see is a big, giant concrete sign. It looks like it's been there since the 1960s. You know, it says Pinal Vista Lodge, and, you know, you turn down the road and go to the very end, and bam, here you are, back in Florida, 1940-something or other. Yeah, all the Spanish moss, look at that. Hey, did you stay at the presidential suite last night, the cabin? I'm at at camp, camp, uh, I'm at cabin numero uno. Oh, yeah, look at that. I didn't stay at Glenn's Castle. I still, man, I, every year I keep forgetting to, to get Glenn's Castle. Yeah, I didn't make it last <laughs> night, man. Sorry, guys. Well, everybody. I, know, I, I got here at 10 me. o'clock, so you're oh, good. You did? Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, I got here yesterday at around uh, 3 o'clock, I think, in the afternoon. We unloaded everything and then uh, made a grocery store run, came back. Uh, my brother's wife and his kids came up around oh Bart, here. Bart's here it's yeah one o'clock. nice I haven't seen him in a while so they got here at around maybe 4 30 or so they weren't very far behind us <clears throat> so the kids you know of course they were running around everywhere and everything and having a good time and um, Bill George showed up a little bit later on he was here around five o'clock or so and then yeah he called me when he was on the way with George said it see if I was coming I He's said like, nah. he calls me at like six o'clock where are you at I'm like, dude, I just got off the boat. <laughs> and Vince was out fishing yesterday, and he went home and took a shower real quick, threw some clothes in a bag, and his wife in the back seat, and drove like a madman and got here at 10 o'clock last night. Good God, I'll tell you, I was tired, man, driving. <laughs> and I make it, you know, I get off of the interstate, you see a gas station sign, right? Yeah, don't trust those signs. Those signs suck. <laughs> I'm in some backwoods country road, and she's going, um, this is how horror movies start. Yeah. I don't know how he got Did up hear, here. Did you hear any banjo music? I was getting worried. <laughs> I don't know I don't know where he got off. He said, I took 301 all the way up here and cut over. I was like, 301? He lives in Seminole. Seminole, well, Florida, on, Pinellas County. How in the hell did you get off I was on 75. And I got off 75 to go to the gas station. And this road just kept winding around, winding around. Finally found the Sitco sign where the Sitco was. At 301. And no, it wasn't at 301. It was like podunk nowhere. Closed. I'm like, dear God. GPS isn't working. I'm like, yeah, <laughs> this isn't going to be good. You live in Pinellas County. You should have just gone straight up either US 19 or McMullen Booth. or. Well, I came on the know. back roads all the way here. Yeah, and then my brother, of course, he worked, uh, you know, he was cooking. He didn't get out of the restaurant until around 11.30, and uh, he was he was sitting there going, well, it's going to take me like two hours to get there. I said, what? Where? That's what my GPS said, too. What are you two talking hours? about, man? He two said, hours. He said, well, you know, every all the roads would tell me to get over and across to 75. I went, dude, don't pay attention to that stuff. I said, go up to Causeway, take a right, go by David Dole's place by – uh, Tampa Bay Bruin County, take Gun Highway until yeah. it dead ends, take a right, hit the set, hit the interstate, and go straight up. Well, that would I mean, have been the best way from him. That's the way he went. And he was like, dude, it didn't take me very long to get here at all. But he showed up at around, 
uh, about a quarter till one o'clock in the morning. So I'm working on about a half, an hour and a half of sleep. <laughs> Woke you up? With the kids, stayed up and played and roughed all night till about midnight. And then Bart shows up at one and wants to chitty chat, you know, la 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 la. la. I was like, you well, know when what? B came out for me <laughs> at ten o'clock, he was wild. He was bouncing. Like, hey, dude, what's up? What's going on, man? Oh, yeah, like, yeah, that's bro, what I'm it's saying. Like ten o'clock, go to bed. Yeah. How, how were the mosquitoes last night? Not that bad. I mean, we had a nice breeze that came across the lake last night and. Uh, we sat out on the dock for a while till it got dark, and then no thermosels, no thermosels. Nope, moved oh, over wow. to the porch, and uh, that's not good for thermosel cells. <laughs> <laughs> right? Well, we didn't use that. We used our noceum spray, which you know smells like. Uh, I don't want to hear that. Smells just like uh, you know Hawaiian Tropic, and you know, keeps everything uh, off. I don't so want to hear. Why do I want to hear that, dude? I'm, I'm the thermosel guy, man. Come on, you know, guy. If he didn't mention it, he doesn't get anything for free. So, ah, you know, there it is. Ding, 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 ding. <laughs> no, 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 no. I've been mentioning that since, Shameless before, plug. since before I got it for free. Yeah. And you know that's a fact. <laughs> that is well, true. I was the rep for three years. That's so, true. You know. Well, anyway, the reason why we're telling you all this is because all roads today lead to the Panavista Lodge because this is the sixth annual official panfish challenge happening today and, and i've uh, been here for all six yes well, no i missed one the, the very I, first one but. i heard something really cool about this this event today you said there's 70 kids out here fishing over 70 kids now that because, is the best thing i've heard all day. Oh, that could be late registration too there is going to so. be some uh, today because i know that uh while i was on the dock the folks that i met from apollo beach their phone rang and he was talking to his buddies he's like going i don't know i don't think they have any boats available yeah, yeah, no, bring that one. Well, it's going to cost you thirty-five bucks. Okay, well, yeah, he can come bring his boat too. So I know there's two more coming in. Nice. And then yesterday, um, while we were here, uh, I think Bill George or somebody got a call from a couple other people that wanted to come up and fish in it. So we may uh, we may beat the record for the boats uh, again this year. I mean, last year we had seventy-five registered and seventy-two fished in it, so we only had three no-shows. But uh, the, the good thing is, is when you look around here, you're seeing that the vast majority that I see are kids. And that's the important part. That's really cool yep. to see them out fishing. They're yep. all out here. And I think we have more kids fishing this year than we have ever in the past. And the sad part is, is that we, I think we have a limited number of fishing poles this year. Usually we like have, you know, extras <laughs> and we're yeah, all hanging yeah. out. But, yep. but now I think we're, we have like 100 and something poles. So hopefully... Uh, we'll all be good because um, Lee Lure stepped up this year and donated all the rods and reels and Bill's Bait and Tackle uh, off of 92. They donated some rods and reels and uh, Superpowers Outdoors showed up this year and they donated a bunch of stuff. Plus, he out of the blue said, I want to do a kid's uh, $50 raffle just for the kids. Nice. That every kid gets a ticket and they put their ticket in there and you don't have to buy anything. You don't have to do anything. It's just giving 50 bucks to a kid. That's awesome. And that way a kid wins it because, you right. know, if mom or dad wins it, chances are a kid's not going to get to spend 50 <laughs> Well, this yeah, is a great way to start it, off Father's Day weekend, too. You come exactly. out here, do some fishing, yep. stay the night. It's all about family, man. Yeah, well, I that's mean, really good. Even if you're not spending the night up here, I mean, uh, look at this. We'll be one and done. We'll be out of here. I mean, this place will be a graveyard at around 2 o'clock. <laughs> and you look at it now, and it's, it's people everywhere getting ready to go, and uh, Glenn and Kelly and Jim Veal, they do a great job, man. They they bang, bang, bang through the silent auctions. They bang, bang, bang through the auctions. They bang, bang, bang through the awards. It's amazing. And everybody gets to go home and go 
uh, spend the rest of the day relaxing, and then uh, when Dad comes up, shows up on Sunday, he can have a good time and look at have all, uh, have his Father's Day, uh, you know, sit back. Look at all so the all look good. at all the kids, man. This thing's growing every single year. Every year that I've been here, it's grown. Yeah, I think I added a few more gray hairs to Jim Veal's head last year when I went, <laughs> Jim. This was so great. We should shoot for like a hundred boats next year. He looked at me and went. Are you crazy? <laughs> I went. What do you mean? We, we I, why stop at a hundred? Let's go for a buck fifty. Let's get hey, out of here. The uh, more the merrier. Luck, we, luck, this is coming out with their crickets. This is the largest. This is the largest and only true panfish fishing tournament in the entire state of Florida. Are Did you, you know that? Kidding? No, no, no one no. does it. Nobody does this. Why man. not? No, I, I don't I, know. I don't know. No one does it. I mean, I you mean, have you have kids fishing derbies with. You know, the FWC and right. things like that. for, And they get rods and reels on set. But for a kid to experience the tournament portion of it, like a bass tournament or something like that, they don't have, they don't have to wait till they get to high school and get in a high school f- fishing team or anything like that. They come out here and they do it. They come out here and do it. And literally, you know, a kid can walk away with 700 bucks. That really surprises me that nobody else is out there doing this. No. That's no one is. They started it, him and Glenn. Yeah, we started that fight seven years ago. Well, uh, we're going to take a real quick break, you guys. Bill George is back. I don't know why. but uh, <laughs> hey, hey, don't mess with Bill. He's making us breakfast. Leave him alone. Is he? Are you cooking? Yeah. Is that what you're doing? Yeah. I see George over there standing over the heat. Cinnamon rolls, English muffins. All right, Jonathan, I take it back. <laughs> you can't start cooking that stuff yeah, now. I brought these, the breakfast. With all these people here. All right, we're going to take a fast one, you guys. We're brought to you by our good friends over at G5 Feeding Outdoors. If you're planning on coming here, stop in there today, pick up your nice pack of uh, Red Wigglers and whatever else you need to come up here and win this tournament. They got all the fishing gear you're going to need to go fresh or salt. It's all good. And then, of course, if you need to haul all that stuff up here in a big old truck, go by and see Brooksy Hall over at Brandon Ford. Get it all done in one day, and you can be here by uh, by noonish. All right, we're going to take a fast one. Stay right here. Too close to the plane. Divas. I'm surrounded by divas. Yeah, and I, you're the lead divas. Yeah, so you're the up. lead princess. Surrounded by divas. Hey, I got an idea. Why don't we go wake up Bart since he woke yeah. you up last night? Let's go wake him up now. Huh? That's actually a good idea. No, the kids are still sleeping too. Oh, man. I'm surprised they're not out running around. Oh, because they were up till 1 o'clock at night. <laughs> why, why wouldn't? They, why would they be up? Are you nuts? His son's only been up for, what, five hours? So, yeah, sure. I'll see them at noonish. Uh, welcome back, everybody. We are here broadcasting live out at the uh, Panavista Lodge at Lake Panasofki. It is the sixth annual Panavista Lodge Big and Wild Outdoors Panfish Challenge happening today. If this is the first time, which I can't believe you've ever heard of this, uh, if you don't know anything about it, the way we do this is the kids, everybody gets on a boat, goes out, catches their fish, and just like any other tournament, brings it in for the weigh-in. And you pick and you call just like you do in a bass tournament. Carlos, he used to fish tournaments. You know what I'm talking about. Yep. You know, when you catch one over three and you got a small two in there, you throw his butt back and you keep the threes. And then as you move up the ladder, the small ones go back and the big ones stay in the box. And it's the same thing here because what it is is 
you take your 12 heaviest panfish. It could be shell crackers, bluegill, red ear, uh, pumpkin seed, whatever you want. I think we're including wormouths. Didn't we start including yeah. those last year? Yeah, any mutt you catch, yeah. you can bring it. No crappie, no bass, you know, no mud fish. This is all, you know, panfish. Stuff that fish that you could put between two pieces of white bread and call it a sandwich. Okay? That actually sounds pretty good. It is good. And we'll have some later. But anyway, you bring your twelve in, uh, they'll weigh it officially, and then as you have your basket there. You pick out, if you have them available, you pick out what you believe to be the heaviest bluegill and then the heaviest shell cracker, and you weigh them separately out of your basket, and then those numbers are put down. Because whoever gets the heaviest bluegill wins 100 bucks. Whoever gets the biggest shell cracker gets 100 bucks, And whoever gets the biggest, the heaviest 12 fish combined literally walks out of here with $500. So potentially... You could walk out of here with $700. That's not a bad day. Now, if you're on the same boat or you're on a separate boat, but maybe you're on a different team, like you got a boat to where me, you, and Carlos can fish in it, and then Jonathan, Glenn, and Bill George are in another boat, but we're all fishing for the same thing. It would be two separate uh, baskets, but they could combine it. So if they come in second place, they still win 300 bucks. Hey. Third place is two hundred dollars. Fourth place is a hundred bucks, and fifth place is fifty bucks. So everybody comes out of here winning money. And then today, thanks to uh, our good friends over there at uh, what do they call that place? Superpowers Out. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Superpowers Outdoors. He calls me up out of the blue and says, "Hey, I want to do a giveaway just for the kids." I'm like, "What do you What do you mean?" He's like. I want to put uh, 50 bucks out on the table. Kids put their name in the hopper or whatever. You shake it up, and uh, kids win 50 bucks, and that's all she wrote. That's cool. So now no buy, no nothing. Money. You don't even have to show up. I mean, just, just show up. Freebie. Go, get in there and win 50 bucks. This thing's getting bigger and bigger every year, man. Yeah, and I mean, and, and really, when you see the boats that are pulling in here, these big giant pontoon yeah, boats look at that and pontoon, stuff, yep. you know, the, as many butts as, that, as the Coast Guard will allow, you can put on there. They either go by right. weight restrictions or how many bodies you can put on there, and those all. So if you got ten people on a boat working for one item, that's dude, still- that's that better's your odds. So that's why we say you know bring as many kids and put as many rods in the water as you can, because the more fish you're catching, the better off you are at a chance of winning. Yep. I mean, how many bass tournament guys would be able to love to go? I got five other professionals <laughs> I can put on my boat. Yeah, that'd be to a work good thing. For, <laughs> to work for one pot. I mean, come on, man. Yeah. But it's only 25 bucks if you registered before. Today, if you come in late, uh, the day of, it's 35 bucks. But that's for the whole boat. That's not See, per that's, person. That's, and, and tell them where all the proceeds go. Well, all the proceeds go to Everyday Blessings, and uh, they go to the uh, alumni, the uh, FA, FFA alumni up here in Sumter County. Everyday Blessings, if you don't know what they are, they're a, uh, a nonprofit organization. They're a big, giant facility that keeps kids together from broken homes. And they only put them in homes where they can accommodate all the kids. Like if you got four siblings, a brother and a sister, instead of separating them and putting them in different homes, different foster homes, they won't they won't do that. You know, because literally, you That's know, cool. siblings got to have each other to lean on, you know, in, yeah. in a strange environment. So no, no, don't break up the family. Don't break up the family. I mean, they've already gone through hell and back. So, you know, why, why, why send the kids off in five different directions? You know, keep them together. And Everyday Blessings will do that. If they can't find a place immediately, they all stay there. And I'm not talking about some uh, 
little orphan Annie, you know, type place. This, this place is gorgeous. You know, it's nice. They have their own have their own rooms. You know, it's, there's things to do. I mean, the kids all have a great time. And chances are they don't want to leave, but <laughs> but but that's what they do. And um, uh, Glenn found them like what, like five, six years ago. I mean, I don't know how he found them, and we've been with them ever since. Where are they located? Do you they're, know? They're over there in uh, south of Plant City, down in that area down there. I can't remember where it is. Riverviewy, somewhere out there in the boonies. That's 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 a you great know, organization. That's an awesome thing to do. Yeah, they do good stuff. But and then the rest of the time, it's it's all just about getting kids out on the water for the weekend. And if you've been anywhere in a fishing shop, I don't care where you've been. If you've been to Bill's Bait and Tackle, G Five Feeding Outdoors, Southeastern Lee's, I mean, wherever you go, dude, fishing has been just I hate to say it, but off the hook. Oh, it was crazy yesterday out in the water. Well, there's there's nothing else to do with your kids with no this whole. Intended. This whole C-19 crud going on, you can't go to Bush Gardens. Nope. You can't go to Adventure Island. Well, movies are closed. Movies are closed or limited. And, you know, once they're at capacity, it's like, thanks for coming, but no. And, uh, you know, it's you parks, state parks, county parks. Can't all do stuff. anything. Can't play on the playground. Beaches for the longest time were closed, so you couldn't go anywhere on that. And uh, so, dude, Zebcos and cane poles <laughs> were just flying <laughs> off the shelf to get the kids out there. Yes, sir, what do you want? Well, I bought my dynamite. Is that legal? No. Well, I thought I'd give it a shot. No. <laughs> no, that is not legal. At least not in this state. It depends on who you talk to. It's, a, gray, it's a little gray area there. They used to have a bunch Are of Are you di- using it for construction purposes, sir? Construction Social purposes. <laughs> Social distancing. What, what if he accidentally drops it overboard? That's that old joke, man, with the game warden. Remember that one? I <laughs> like to stick the dynamite hands to him. He goes, are you going to fish or sit there and talk? Don't get me in trouble with Nick. Don't uh, I'm get just me saying. in trouble with Nick. <laughs> right. <laughs> well, Nick, speak- if you're listening. Uh- <laughs> well, well, speaking of that, um, we, we're having to do our own weigh-in this year. Uh, God bless the FWC and the work they do, but uh, they won't let their officers come out here and do a, a gathering like this today. No kidding. No, they, no. Won't, they don't want to risk them out here, uh, endanger them out in the – Sun and wind and beautiful outdoors. I tell you what, usually you see FWC on the water. I didn't see one yesterday. Well, out there they can do their social distancing and give you a ticket from afar. Yeah. But here, with, you know, they're standing toe to toe with everybody doing the weigh-ins and doing all that stuff. So it's a little different. They don't. You know? al- they don't always give tickets. I understand that, but warnings. I'm just saying it's an it's a possibility. Warnings. Too. Warnings. You know. You could do that without even stopping. Safety. Here, that, here's a good idea. Just don't do nothing on. wrong. I'm FWC here today. I'm the weigh-in guy. Oh, Lord. Oh, that's why he wore the green shirt. <laughs> ah, right. He always wears a green shirt. Yep. But I now, forgot my FWC hat. I got one. <laughs> but i got to ask why you're wearing the rubber gloves, though. You're not over there handling fish yet. Uh, just getting you ready. Your nose itching? Picking it a lot? A little bit. You're going to make it bleed. Don't worry about it. <laughs> you got to get out of there, man. You can't be doing that stuff. Don't be jealous. He's sir, getting the form to his hands that way, you know. Yep. Sir, who are you? How did you just come over here and just put headphones Oof. on? Well, he just, just magically up. appeared. Who are you, sir? Superpowers Outdoors. What, that's your name? Your superpower? Randy outdoors? Stern. Oh, that's oh, right. There it is. <laughs> you know, Randy was nice enough to call me like uh, three weeks ago and said, dude, I want to do something with you guys out there with this thing. What can I do to help? I said, dude, we'll do whatever you feel like doing. I mean, I've, we seen, I've seen him on Facebook once or twice. Yeah, he's on there. Are you not fishing this today at all? Yeah, I am. 
Oh, you are. That's why yeah. I asked you about the dynamite, man. Well, that I thought he was just being facetious and funny. Because <laughs> there used to be dynamite holes out there. You remember that in the old old days? You know, they used to. No. Uh, that's how they dug the. It was easier to make a hole in the in the lake than it was to get out there and dredge it. You know, so you know the old dynamite holes. Quarter stick. <laughs> Quarter stick. Oh man, put a bundle out there. Let's make a hole. <laughs> that's a lot of dynamite, man. <laughs> Good Lord. <laughs> Fourth of July is right around the corner. Welcome to Florida. And uh, so, anyway, we're out here today. Randy's going to be fishing. Are you by yourself or you got a crew with you? I got my partner, Rick Gillespie, with me. Oh, really? So, how are you thinking? Have you came up here and tested the waters yet, or is he just going in blind? Just going in blind. What are you fishing? What's your bait of choice today, you think? It's a secret. What? It's a secret. It's a secret. <laughs> secret crickets. But That's right. Did your mama make some <laughs> stuff up or something? What? Got a little uh, Jello on a stick, or what are, you, what are you doing? Nah, nah, that's dynamite. <laughs> I like how he thinks, man. He's, he's just to the point. He's pushing that FWC limit pretty far, bit. I think. Yeah, yeah. they're well, gonna be here in a little bit. Yeah, they'll, <laughs> yeah. for that they'll come out. Yeah, <laughs> they'll make but an exception. We should have said that from the get-go. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, we'll, we'll tone it down. We'll use hand grenades. No, oh, there yeah. we go. That'll that'll work too. I got a couple. Of and Eddie's will work. Hmm? And Eddie's will work. Yeah. Only a couple blockbusters. There you go. <laughs> Welcome to Explosive Talk. <laughs> Not that we're encouraging all the children out here to try something like that. Uh, don't listen to these people. Use a cane pole. Some worms. Man, there are a lot of people here, man. We're going to take a break. It is the Big and Wild Outdoors, brought to you by our friends at G5 Feeding Outdoors. All your fishing stuff is right there in one place. If you need an ATV, uh, four by four or a boat. Hey, there's an idea. You can go get yourself a nice little low boat. Throw it out here and go chop up some grass out here in Lake Panasofsky. Be all she wrote. And also, if you need something to tow that boat with, you got to go get a decent truck. So you got to stop in at Brandon Ford. Go talk to Brooksy. Brooksy, if he's not fishing, he's over there selling. So we'll be there back in just a second. Stay right there. We'll be here. Sing it, Vince. You don't want me singing this morning, dude? Sure, go for no, it. You got that you. little, uh, you know, melodic baritone voice. Go. No. It'll fit in perfect with Def Leppard. It know? would. Yeah. Not happening. I don't think so. You want people to listen. You don't want them to turn the dial. <laughs> <laughs> we are here broadcasting live at the Panda Vista Lodge for the sixth annual Panfish Challenge. It's getting underway. People are all getting geared up, registered. Boats are still getting in the water. Folks are showing up, gathering around, putting names down on the silent auctions. Getting their crickets. Getting crickets, getting red wigglers, getting their bait wells, their bait savers, everything, minnows, whatever they need to get out there and try to get her done and walk away with the prize money. And I always say the good thing about this tournament is not only do you get to walk away with maybe some cash, but win or lose, you get to go home with as many panfish as you want to take home and fry up. Because after this thing is over, trust me, the grease will start getting hot in every one of these cabins out here. <laughs> You'll start smelling and, it for and miles. Smell fish from. Uh, Bill George, uh, just for this year, he brought in his deep fryer so that all the stuff that we catch or whatever afterwards, 
We can bread them up and right. drop them in, he man. Even, he even brought the outdoor stove. He's I know. got the Keep stove. The food ready. He's got a griddle Warm. over there. I mean, he's he's set up. He showed up with a box trailer last night, and I was like, dude, are you sleeping in that? <laughs> he's like, no, this is all my stuff. I went, what stuff? I mean, if you've ever seen Bill George's uh, truck, his Suburban. It's packed with stuff. It's packed with crap that have been in there since 1970. What the? I don't know. You want a chainsaw? It's, it's right there. there. Hold on. Let me, let get, me let dig, dig, dig under, under this. Want a, win- a winch or a mule? <laughs> got a winch? You want some turkey feet? Hold on. They're in the dash. Everything. You need a USB cord? Let me dig down here a little bit. FWC stops us, and they go, uh, and they see the back, and they're like, nah, we're not checking. Yeah. There could be a body in there. You're good. You're good. He's Sanford, you know. Oh, no, that's not nothing. Have you guys been to his metal building? No. He needs another metal building for his metal building. Well, he showed up. My Lord. He showed up with that little box trailer yesterday, and he opened up the side door. And it was jam full. It had, you know, I went, what, you got a stove in here? And he's like, yeah, I brought the stove, the deep fryer, the cooker, the, the smoker, the is. I brought umbrellas. I brought. I mean, dude, he's got literally a house full of furniture well, in there. He called me. We were coordinating breakfast. He's like, well, I'm going to bring the griddle, the grill, the stove. I'm like, well, what do you want? I goes, I'll, I'll bring eggs, bacon, sausage, you know, English muffins, yeah, whatever. He's fixing us stuff right yeah, now. Yeah, he's, so. he's over here being chef tell. Yeah, where's my lousy brother? <laughs> Yeah, that's where he is. Yeah, Chef Boy RD, come out here. Uh, well, you might be able to hear in the background, but uh, Glenn is now uh, doing the uh, anglers meeting that's happening right now. Uh, registration began at 7 o'clock. Anglers meeting is going on now. And the way the events are going to be happening today, since we have so many boats uh, out here this year, that at 8 o'clock, uh, boats 1 through 15 that registered early from the first one to the 15th, they get to leave at 8, and then at 8.03, the second wave of boats, that's 16 through 30, get to go at 8.03. And then 8.06, uh, the boats 31 through 45 get to go. And then 8.09, 46 through 60. And at 8.12, boats 61 plus, whatever's left over, gets to leave at 8.12. And uh, the way it is now is uh, the weigh-in begins at the dock here at 12 o'clock. We start. Some people come in a little earlier. They get done. They, I mean, do they, they can go out there and you can get this done in an hour. Yeah. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. And oh. They, they find a honey hole or a bed out there, and bam, bam, boom, 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 they're done. They're they're in. And um, But if you're going to come in and wait, be the last guy in, you have to be on the dock with your fish by 1 o'clock. If not, you get uh, disqualification points, right? Well, you can get that, but what they'll do is it, and that's what no tournament guy wants to hear is uh, if you're late for the weigh-in, it's one pound per minute. Oh, my God. With disqualification <laughs> occurring after five minutes. That's pretty hefty. <laughs> so, I mean, you know, if you're three minutes late, three pounds, I mean, you know, you've been here. Yeah. I mean, a couple of ounces can be the difference. Seriously. Now, stu- stupid question for the for the saltwater guy who knows nothing about freshwater fishing. How big do these fish get? I like mean, you're saying the heaviest fish, what's heavy? Like a pound? Dude, no. I mean, they're bluegills. I mean, they can get, I mean, like nine inches. I mean, they can get huge. They can get well over a pound and a half, two pounds. Like a slab, man. They are nice. literally like slabs. But for the most part, when fish get that big, even the hardcore brim guys want to let those go because we just like a snook that's over right. 48 or 50 inches, that's a baby maker. And you Leave want that one alone, put you it want, back. Yeah, you want that one out there. Like, now, like a largemouth bass, too. You know, you okay. want to put that mama back. Randy's in out of here. Oh, he's got to go. Yep. Are you in the first wave? Or when I'm in, you, hey, what wave are you in? I'm, I'm not going. Oh, we're, thank God. We're, we're, we're in the eating wave. That's what we're, we're in. Anyway, yeah. when, when do you go? 29. 
Oh, well, I'll see. 29, you'll but, be uh, leaving at 8.03. By the way, we call it flights. Just, just thought right, I'd let you know. You see you, man. Good luck. Enjoy. Good luck, man. Enjoy. All right, good luck. Right. Get out there, and thanks for all your help. Yo, I appreciate it. Man, uh, big and walk is 10%, all right? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> is that the way it works? <laughs> yeah. I didn't know that. You yeah. must be making side deals that yeah, I didn't man, know about. You know, that's, hey, really just, just, I don't want, just bring us some food, bro. It's coming. 10% smell it. of panfish. That's what I, we get. I see it, and I smell it. But to, but to answer your question, most people, if it's less than the size of a of a man's hand, uh, it's questionable on whether you're going to fry it up whole, you're going to fillet it, you're going to turn it into a sandwich, you know, okay. just head it, gut it, scale it, and fry it, put it between two pieces of white bread and, and spit the bones. You I still mean, say white bread? Yeah. Just, just checking. Just I like checking. white bread. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> hey, what? you know what? I'm not going to say what I was going to say. I'm just going to let it go. Come on, man. It was we coming out. La- we got to laugh It's Wonder it, Bread, man. man. And What's just, wrong with white bread? Nothing. White bread's good. <laughs> Damn right. <laughs> oh, more privileged than the Cuban bread? You know, they got to make it long and skinny. I'm, I'm still they checking. Guess. Can you say Black Forest Cake? Sure you can. Okay, I'm just checking, man. I just want to be correct. You know, that's you all. just stay on top of things, man. You're yeah, all right. Man, you're you know, right, Carlos. Yeah, you're all right, man. Yeah, man. You got to, you know. I think that's the wrong show to uh, talk about it. But if you want to do that, uh, if you want to do a reject show, oh, we can always do that another day. Yeah. We can revisit oh, it. Yeah, nah, man. I remember that. We one. need to revisit that now. Yeah. Or you could go uh, call in some of those other uh, morning. Oh, that's right. They're all at home because they got C19. But anyway, <laughs> uh, we're out here and the boats are getting ready. Look at this. All of a sudden, it's like gone. Yep. There's like, there's like 300 people standing here a second ago, and now they're all like, as soon as he made the announcement, man, there's smoke in the air. Man, there that, are boats there's, fired there's up. There's even saltwater boats here. Oh yeah. I've seen a couple saltwater well, boats. Bill George, out. one year, his brother-in-law or somebody <laughs> I showed remember up. Remember, he could almost not get out. Twin engine, you know, two yeah. 25s on the back of that How thing. How big is this lake? <laughs> man, dude, it was questionable. If I he think was he'd be able to get out. I think he dug about uh, three new canals through here. Do they ever get out. gator tags for out here? Oh yeah. I'd love to see it's that. Tough. But, uh, like, you know, you heard Glenn a little bit earlier in the hour. The lake, if you look at the water, it's not crystal clear like it has been because of the rain. And don't forget, this is the outflow. This is one of the outflows of the lake here that this water, that stays on. Too. And uh, last night I was watching the brim. They were, like, literally swimming against the current uh, with all the rain there. It's not like they're, you know, just hanging out. They were They're working. And I'll tell you, the one thing you have to worry about is the full moons, the tides, the crab flushes. You just go out there and fish. No, that's not true. All right. Because we Correct actually, me if I'm wrong. We actually do try to incorporate this around at a time when the moon is at the right apex so that, they, uh, so that the panfish are out on the beds and doing what they do. It makes it a little easier for Because the new moon's what, Monday, isn't it? Yeah, so they're, yeah. Trying, they're trying to time it in, and it just seems to be this time of year when kids are out of school – and it's about this time in the summer where parents have exhausted usually everything there is to do outside of the home, as in go to the beach, go to Bush Gardens, right. go to here, go to there, go Disney. to Disney. And now they're sitting around the house going, go outside and do something. Get off of that <laughs> Xbox for the love of Pete. So we incorporated this Panfish Challenge this time of year so that you could have this before you know the next one with Fourth of July and all that stuff. Then it's all on you. You got to go figure out what you're going to do with your kids for the rest of the summer. But so before the break, we came out sitting here talking to uh, Mr. Toby Benoit. Yeah, he's over there. And we were talking a little bit of uh, boa constrictors. 
Boa constrictor. I was asking how his hunt went. What do you want to do that for the show? We'll, we'll do that. Yeah, in, I do we'll, actually. We'll do that in the next hour. The next hour. Yeah, right now we're trying to promote the panfish challenge. The reason why we're here. Oh, I understand that. Toby can sit his butt right over there and talk the about. The boy's dead going snakes. fishing. You saw his crickets over there. He ain't going to be He can talk about dead snakes all he wants to. <laughs> next hour, I don't give a crap. But they don't stay alive. See, that's what I'm saying. Dead snakes, whatever. Fine. I mean, uh, I mean, uh, uh, he's not down there making them wallets out of ones that are alive. <laughs> I could t- Boy, I'm telling you, uh, they were pulling some monsters out of here. And Glenn said, thank goodness the dock is off limits. Because with, with Jim Veal's feeder out there, that one and done feeder running all the time, all year round, them boys have gotten pretty What's he, clunky. Well, we might have to mess around after the show. I'm telling you, I, I watch Catch a few. <laughs> I'm oh, telling man. you. Oh, What's he putting in the feeder? Uh, fish food. Fish pellets. Okay. Just and, uh, and every one of them that the guy was catching with his wife last night from Apollo Beach, he'd immediately take them over to start him to clean him because every one of these things is filled with pellets. Every one of these things is filled with this stuff, man. And they're big. They are big bullheaded suckers, man. And they took some nice ones home to fry up last night. So He'll be back next year. He's already out. I saw him walk by. He oh. went by with a handful <laughs> of rods. Any perch out there? Now perch? Uh, it's fresh water, so I'm going to go ahead and assume that, yeah, there's probably a few out there. I'm sure they've made it this far, but I – and I haven't seen that many right. any time I've ever been out there. But, I, but like anything, I mean, they caught uh, those ironhead catfish out of here, those prehistoric-looking things. It, those two – Not yet, anyway. Well, those what? those cell fins basically eat algae. You know, that's all they do. They just the what? sucker mouth, and they eat algae. What are you talking those about? Like those cell fin catfish, Pocosmos? No. See, that's the wrong attitude. Yep. I talked to a biologist. He said, yes, they do that, but here's what they do. Bass beds, Nile perch beds, brim beds, they'll go through there, and they vacuum all those up. And even if they don't eat them and they spit them out, they scatter them so that, so that the other little minuscule fish come in and scoop them up, and the mama who's sitting on there can't protect them all. They're scattered all over the place. It's like uh, taking a box full of ping pong balls and go, here, go sit on all these and throw them in the parking lot. Well, they, they, don't, they don't usually go for bait, but I feed them an arrow to the head that's, usually. That's a good, that's a good I, one. I like when that. When I see them, I feed them an arrow. I like arrows. It's good. Uh-oh, Bart is up. Dallas Bell's up. Good morning, sunshine. Unbelievable. <laughs> Someone must have dropped something in the cabin. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Top of the hour. Here we go. Hour number two is right around the corner. Stay right here. The Panfish Challenge will be underway. It'll be nice and quiet out here in about uh, five minutes. So uh, stick around. We're going to be right back. We're brought to you by G5 Feeding Outdoors and Brandon Ford. It's a beautiful morning.